<laughs> Welcome. This is Chip Roasting. I'm Wally. I am somebody. I'm Brennan. I'm not Brennan. Sometimes I am, sometimes I'm not. We're roasting some chips. Welcome back Hello. to another fantastic episode of Two Dudes Just Talking About Nerdy Stuff. Yeah, the welcome. only well, podcast in that genre on the internet. The only one. Welcome to episode 60, the oh, one where I said I was oh, going to yeah. put all the things together. I'm not doing that. Though Mark I might reach out to a friend, etc. Though I might reach out to a friend, give him 20 bucks to do it for me. <laughs> I think you have to give a lot more than 20 bucks to justify this, but, uh, that, you know what? That's fair. So maybe I won't do that, but, uh, I guess we'll see, but, uh, yeah. And, and we, and, and we're doing this podcast when we said we were going to do it three weeks after the last one. And cool. we have missed a lot of news and <laughs> we are oh, reacting well. late to everything. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but what else is new? I mean, this is, this is what we do on the chip roasting podcast. We react to stuff late. Also, I forgot. I was supposed to hang out with Brennan this weekend, and I think he also forgot. I did forget, yes. Because I Oops. went to uh, that city that's famous in Central. It's a place I live. Oh, oh, sweet. To hang out with our friend, Will. So That sounds fun. Yeah, yeah. But, but I did find out something interesting yesterday. Yeah. And I was perusing the interwebs, as one does. Seeing uh, if there are any famous people from our hometown in Canada. <laughs> yep. And I found out that the author of the Temperance Brennan series, which is the books that inspired the show Bones, oh, teaches yeah? at the school I went to. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. She's wow. like a she's like an adjunct professor. All uh, the way from Canada. That's crazy. Yeah. Well, I didn't go to school in Canada. Oh, and- no, you didn't. You yep. you left Canada to attend school. Yep. Oh yep. wow. Yeah, I'm crazy. crazy. And then I came back. Mm-hmm. Suffer in the cold. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, uh, we have a lot of news to cover today. But so we're first we're gonna do Mandalorian, which Brendan told me before the show that he doesn't have much to say about. So hopefully, so that'll probably go pretty quickly. And then we have a shit load of news, all mm-hmm. most of which is Star Wars. Uh, about celebration that everyone's probably already reacted about. But now it's our turn. Now it's our turn. Because you know what they say, save the best for last. Yes. I, yeah. Yep, they do say that. I don't know if that's related (laughs) to this whatsoever. But it is a claim that gets made. Or a statement. Yeah, so... uh, Mandalorian Season 3. Mandalorian Season 3. Yes, we're just about the last two episodes, right? We talked about all of last the last three ones. episodes. Last three episodes. Last oh three yeah, episodes. It has been three weeks. Here's the they thing: I don't remember the. I remember the last two, but I don't remember the one before that. So, was that the one where I don't know, they I don't remember. fought the pirates? Uh, I no, that was four episodes ago. So I can't look it up. I have my iPad in front of me. That was yep. four episodes ago, I think. I don't know, the last two I remember. Well, okay, the last one Same. I remember. Same. It's great. We're do, we, we do great commentary on this on this show. Oh, that's the first thing that popped up. Look at that. Mandalorian. Oh. Nice. Yeah, Um. 
my thoughts on the season as a whole, it wasn't bad. It's just aggressively kind of not what I was hoping for. It's starting to go way too much out. Mando is always kind of like its own self-contained show. If you knew Star Wars, it was super rewarding and all of the like references that, that, that they would have. Mm-hmm. But you didn't have to know everything. Right. It was just oh. own story. And now, whoa, complete opposite direction. You have to know everything all of a sudden it felt. It was very unsatisfying just as a story in itself. In the bigger picture, it was great. But by itself, it's just, you know, not bad. But my third favorite out of the main of seasons so far. It Unless we're counting the Book of Boba Fett, in which case, I don't know how it would stack up. <laughs> so three episodes ago was when they went to that planet where Jack Black and uh, oh, yeah. Lizzo ruled. Which was, which was a highly criticized episode. So this season felt a lot I love more like... I will say that I love seeing the, the droids. The droids. Oh yeah. Star Wars can throw as many droids at me as they want. I'll love all the all the content. <laughs> they are fantastic. I'm glad the battle droids have stuck around. Yes. They're so funny. It's so funny, especially watching them in like the prequel trilogy, where they have like no life at all. Yeah. For the most part, they well, they, they have a different voice. In, yeah, and then like, but just in the in the Clone Wars when they really got their personalities. Dude, the was, clone, they're the funniest the they're the they're the best comic relief in the clone wars yeah. and then ever since then they've just always been included in everything just as little goofs and all that and i yeah. and, and i love it i love that we got to see more live action battle droid stuff the episode with yeah like the episode six or whatever it was kind of weird i was hoping the battle droids would have some more like autonomy mm-hmm. and it was the, like the moral at the very end was kind of like, oh yeah, droid slave labor is fine, and I thought that was kind of an interesting moral to have. I I did not expect that. I was like, oh yeah, the droids, you know, they're rebelling because they're kind of being forced to work and nobody else has to work. But then the droids were, were like, yeah, no, we're chill with it. It it kind of reminded me of like the Harry Potter house elf thing. Oh where yeah, 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 obviously this is wrong, but. The in canon, like the like the in universe things, like the house was like, now nah, we're chill with it. It's like the droids were the exact same way. Well, but and that's it's, and it's a little bit different. I was gonna say, like, I think it's different because droids are like not like living creatures, but like they are also kind of. Yeah, it's 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 like one of the things where like if they hadn't brought it up, it would have been fine. But it was like such a core focus of the episode, and the resolution yeah. was like, oh yeah, no, they're fine with it. I was like that's just a little odd to me, especially because they're like, oh yeah, we're programmed. But then the clones were programmed for like only war and then they were decommissioned. That was bad. But that's only because they're human and these are like robots. It's just kind yeah. of this weird like morality thing. And it was just like, oh yeah, no, that dude from Back to the Future is uh, the bad guy. Which, by the way, I love seeing him. That was, <laughs> that was pretty fantastic. cool. Yeah. Um, they they go in a little bit on the on the droid, you know, as droids or people thing in uh, the Dr. Afro series. Or, well, I guess it was... Yeah. The Doctor Aphra book, which is part of the Darth, the 2017 Darth Vader run, uh, where Doctor Aphra she has two droids. One of them is Triple Zero, which is an R. I think it's an R2 unit. Oh yeah. And then one is like a C3PO like thing, but it's like evil and like they torture humans because they hate being slave hum- slaves oh, to humans. Yeah, they're like awful. They're terrible droids, but they're like really funny. So <laughs> it's okay. Interesting. Um, if you haven't already. And even if you just, you know, go on, well, okay, but like pay for your comic, comics. But like, if you haven't already, like, definitely look into the Dr. Afra, like, lore. Dr. Afra's awesome. 
And I wouldn't be surprised if she makes it like an appearance in live action at some point. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but overall for me, uh season three was a world building show for other things. Yeah. It did a lot of I... world building and a lot of setup, just nothing really for Mando. Yeah, I don't like 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 the arc that I thought would happen, then retaking Mandalore did happen, but like in my opinion, in like the least interesting yes. way it could yeah. have. Like it's super condensed. The whole season, it yeah. was more of just like the last two episodes. Yeah, yeah, it was it was weird. And then like the whole like IG like eleven thing, it's it's it, it's like if if you watch the first episode and the last two, everything makes perfect sense. <laughs> but then all the middle ones, it's like it takes a huge pause to go in a million different directions to world build. Yeah. But not for like the season itself, for like, you know, whatever Star Wars has as, as, as a whole. It just takes away so much of the impact of this season. Yeah. It, it felt a lot like, like a season one of Clone Wars and Rebels, where it was like, it's fine. But yeah, like, but it, like just, it mostly did a lot of world building and there's a lot of stories that kind of don't matter to anything. Yeah. But like, even Clone Wars and Rebels at least focused on the characters. This didn't even really focus on the characters all that much. No, but and, and yeah, I guess I'm trying to think because Rebels was so short; it didn't. Ha- it only kind of had the one season that wasn't amazing. Clone Wars, it, it struggled. There, it was more arcs. You know, remember the arc where it was just the droids and that little alien guy walking through the desert. It, it was kind of like I that, know. where it's just like, okay, this is something, I guess. I guess it wasn't that boring. But, I don't know. Yeah, it was... Yeah. It, yeah. The last two episodes I thought were awesome. Yeah, it's it's just, they, they they didn't feel earned. I guess, yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I yeah, did, like, I did though, like, I'm I mean, curious, okay. though... And maybe it's maybe they. I mean, they, I guess they did explain it, explain it away. Since the remnants of the Empire were working up, like you know, this this whole like unit of of Mandalorian esque fighters, mm-hmm. what the hell happened <laughs> between that and the and the like uh, in the first emp- in the first order? Yeah, right. Like, there's no way in hell. I don't know. It just didn't make any sense to me. I did like Moff Gideon's helmet, though. It reminded me of when uh, uh, Darth Maul ruled Mandalore. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It did remind me of that. And, like, the outfit looked so cool, and the reveal was cool, except for we already knew who it was going to be. So, like, that didn't feel earned either. It's it's like, that would have been cool if we didn't, if we just kind of heard rumors about Moff Gideon being back and didn't Mm -hmm. know he was back. If we had two long instances in the show before that, before he's revealed to Mando. The if we hadn't seen that last scene at the end of episode five, we're like, what's the ship doing here? It probably would have been a little bit more earned. Yeah, yeah. Or like, even the ship thing was cool, but then we like see like him talking to the woman or whatever on course on. Oh, you're right. We did. I forgot meeting, and then it's like, so we we know he's back. Yeah, and then he just shows up like this big dramatic reveal, but it's like it's not dramatic to the audience. It's dramatic to Mando, Mm -hmm. but not to us. Yeah. Um, but because on episode six, it felt very much like a side quest episode, which was fine. Like most of season one was side quest episodes. Sure. But it was like a very character building. Like it was part of the story. This just kind of felt like it's told totally own thing. Like I, I really did like the vibe of most of it. It just kind of felt out of place. And at the very end, how like he gave 
Bo-Katan the Dark Saber, but it was like earned this time. It's like that just I was like, that doesn't feel right to me. It feels like the most contrived plot, like, oh, Bo-Katan needs to have this now. We changed our minds. I feel like the events of this season happened out of order. Yeah. Like that, that episode is, six should have been at the know, beginning. Like parts of like the parts of episode six should have been near the front, like them getting the Mandalorian back together, quote unquote. That uh, is what it feels like. And you her getting the Darksaber back felt like it should have been earlier. It just it it felt out of order and there was uh, yeah, it was just it was weird. Yeah, or or just even don't give her the don't give her the Darksaber back. I literally don't think she should have had it. It's like she had her chance, she couldn't do it all. That was fine. See that, but part, like, I don't, I don't care about that part because she was given it in the first place. Like, didn't uh, Satine give it? Not Satine. Uh, Sabine. Uh, yeah, didn't she yeah, just like, give it to her Sabine. the first yeah. time? Yeah, I, I just like I don't care that much about that part. And like I know it, like, as, like they built it as part of the part of the lore that you have to win it back. But like she didn't the first time. Yeah, but I don't know what the big deal is now. <laughs> huh? Wait, sorry, I'm. I, I'm I'm like not following. Oh, what you're so when she first got the and maybe I'm misremembering uh, okay. Clone Wars or Rebels, but yeah. so remember Sabine. Well, first off, Sabine found the dark saber. Yep. She didn't. She didn't earn it. No. And then I'm pretty sure she gave the dark saber to Bo-Katan. Yep. So she didn't earn it then either. No. Nope. So I don't. I don't get the whole big deal of well, just giving it back. Well, cause see, that was the thing that like doomed Mandalore basically. Cause after she got it, she ruled with it, and then Mandalore was like destroyed. So kind of oh, people okay. who believe in the legacy of the of, of the dark saber, they blame Bo-Katan for that. Gotcha. For, like wielding gotcha. it without having earned it. But then, okay. like the way she earned it in Mando was so contrived. Eh, kind I of guess. like like they had to explain like twice. It's like oh, because this thing beat me, and then he technically got the dark saber, and then. Bo-Katan had to beat that, and she got the dark. But it's like it was so spaced out. Like that was episode what, like two? Well, that's what I mean. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. it being out of order. And like, I just hate that because it's like I don't, I don't want Bo-Katan to have it again. In my opinion, that this should have been like part of the Mandalorian's arc. Is like, hey, he gets to kind of wield the dark saber now, and that's his whole. But he never wanted the dark saber, though. I think that's the whole reason he was so quick to give it up. But then it's like, why did the writers even give him the dark saber in the first place? It's 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 like the writers had an idea for a story, but it kept getting changed so much, and now it's like, oh, Bo-Katan just has it now, and now it's destroyed. And I kind of didn't like that either. Like it kind of could have been that I didn't like like, either. Yeah. Oh, this is the next step of Mandalore, whatever. But it's like, no, it's like that story beat I didn't feel was earned either. Yeah, and that that kind of goes down the line, maybe with Grogu, and him creating a new dark saber because he's a Mandalorian. I just wanted Grogu to build the dark saber. That was it. That was, that was the other. That was the other thing I wanted. If if none of that yeah. was gonna happen, I wanted Grogu to have the like, the dark saber in the end. And I don't think he was going to at one point, but then they just were like tossing the puppet back and forth during one of the scenes that do all the flips or whatever, which was kind of cool. But also, I, scene, yeah. I mentioned it. I don't know if I mentioned it on an earlier episode or not, but I saw someone post on like Twitter. It's like, it seems that it seemed very much in this season that the writers weren't expecting to have Grogu back. And that was just kind of like an insert that they had to, to, to deal with. Because if, if like you look at the events of seasons one and two, for example, Grogu mm-hmm. was integral to the plot. Right. Right. And here he was just purely a like a companion for all the episodes. There was not right. one episode that he played like a, a, a pivotal role in which not that he had to but it's like why bring him back in book of boba fett if he's just like purely like the 
skewed side character now. Yeah. Yeah, I I don't know. I wish I wish he'd gone with Luke instead. I wish they had kept him there. Yeah, right. Become a Jedi. Same. Or but not, then he would have then he would have been killed. A Jedi. So But yeah, just have him at least stay there for a bit. Like one yeah. season. Half a season. Not yeah. like zero seasons technically. Yeah, and I mean even well episode six, he wasn't in it. He didn't. Or wait, did he go with them? No, he did go with them to. Yep, yep. But like he, he was there. Even still, he was there at the beginning and then at the end. But he like had like played no role yeah. in it. No. Yeah, and maybe you're right. Maybe like they just like were like halfway through writing it and they're like, "Oh, Grogu's back. Shit." Uh... <laughs> Grogu has returned. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. We keep saying that, and like it's you, you know that you have a point. That kind of is what happened. Yeah, that's what it seems like. It just, but now it just feels like everything. Everything like because we know that it's that all the events are adding up to a movie that's going to be released like seven years from now. Right, we'll whatever. get to that. So yeah. it's 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 all kind of weird to kind of watch now. It's like you're not watching it for like it to kind of grow organically here. Almost it it it, it is intentfully building up to something. Well, which and, kind and... of takes my enjoyment out of it just a bit. Like if Book of Boba Fett had been executed. Better, I think my outlook would change, but it's mm-hmm. like it seems too forced now. Yeah. What? Well, and I don't think this is coming back for a season four. The the way no, they ended it. It is. It is. Yeah, like it has been confirmed for season four. Yeah, which is just it's so which odd. I, I didn't see that. That's that's okay. Interesting. Did they confirm it yeah. at celebration? Uh, no, they confirmed it afterwards. I'm pretty sure. Okay. And like, gotcha. and like, I don't know if I don't know. If like the official Star Wars channel has like confirmed, uh, confirmed it, but there were writers who were like, "Yeah, we're working on the script for season four. Yeah, here's like what the plan is for season four. It's et cetera, et cetera. So they're definitely like making one, un- unless all the quotes were just wrong. But uh, um, it, it was coming back for a fourth season, right? Yeah, a lot of places has has it listed, but but nothing's like confirmed. Like none of the sources yeah, like, are like super reliable. It just sounds like it was talked about by like all the writers from what I saw. Like 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 I kept seeing quotes from writers about how they were tackling season four. So yeah, like I don't know. It, I feel yeah. like the way they ended it made it seem like there wasn't going to be a season four. At it least was not no when they post, finished it. There was no post credit scene, which I'm pretty sure in seasons one and two they both had the post. Scene. I remember that Maybe. season two was the teaser for a, a book of Boba Fett. Yeah. That one I remember. I think season one had a teaser as well, but I can't re- Maybe. Re- remember. I don't, so it was, yeah, it was, I don't it remember. It was just a weird ending where like it had kind of the beats of a finale, but it didn't feel like a finale to me because it didn't seem like to oh, be really? any kind of overall arc. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. I felt like the way like he was just sitting on outside his new house with Grogu, I, that to me felt like the end of the show, period. Wow. And that the, yeah, the yeah. next thing that was coming was the movie after Ahsoka, but I don't know. But uh, we'll we'll get into that. Um, actually, that sounds like a good good segue. Is that all you have to say on Mando? The last thing I have is the episodes seven thing where yeah they they had the council meeting or whatever, like the Shadow Council yeah. or uh, whatever it was called. That I loved that. Oh I yeah, wish, yeah, yeah. I I wish the show had been. Uh, set up differently so I could appreciate it even more but it was so cool especially after seeing like the scene in like the in uh, the Bad Batch 
where Moff yep. Gideon was leading, like, you know, all, the, all, all of the empires. Tarkin. Like, yeah, was that what I said or was that not? You said, t- you said Gideon. But that's oh, okay. yeah. Same thing. Yeah. I mean, yeah. like, they play, yeah. the, they play <laughs> the same role. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like, when Tarkin was hosting the meeting with, like, all of the, imp- like, the, like the, the Empire's big mm-hmm. project guys talking about their projects. And we got to see, see kind of, like, an echo of that here. Like, you know, all the top ranking Imperial warlords who were left. All discussing making plans. We yep. have a reference to Thrawn directly in the Empire here. He's been yep. gone. He's been MIA. Apparently, he's been leading from the shadows. We have the guy who's like his right hand man from like the comics or or like legends or whatever it it was. Everyone on Twitter was like, "Oh yeah." What's no, the name? Happening. What? What was the name? I don't remember the name. Was it? Um, God, Eli Vanto. I. Don't remember. No. It was, it was, it was, oh. it was like older guy. No, was, like, Eli the, Vanto went back to the ascendancy. Never mind. Okay, yeah, he's an older guy with like a mustache or whatever. And like, I figured he was part of Thrawn's story, but everyone was like, "Oh yeah." Like a lot of people knew who he was before he even like spoke, before they saw his his his, his name in the subtitles or whatever. Because Gilead people Pelion? so much like Gilead Pelion. What? Huh? Gilead Pelion. That sounds closer. Yeah, I think that's who it is. Uh-huh. No. Eli Vanto's from he's from the Thrawn books, but he's he's not in the Empire right now. He's oh, right. in the Ascendancy. That's a oh, whole diff- that's a whole different yeah. story for another day. All right, sweet. Um, uh, but yeah, like that was cool. It was cool to kind of see everyone being like, "Oh yeah, Thrawn's not even here." So we're gonna follow Moff Gideon, of course. It was cool yeah. to see Hux's father. I was gonna say that's who I was gonna mention. Yeah, Hux's father. Uh, uh some I can't remember his name. It was, it was like. Brendan Hux or like, yeah, something like that. Brinlen, I'm pretty sure. Or like, Some, something like that, yeah. Something like that. But uh, I will say, um, oh, sorry. Do you know who Hux's dad was played by? His yes, the guy who played Hux's brother. Yes, yeah. Which I thought that, was, yeah, that was cool. Super cool. That was cool. I was like, that is awesome. Little was like that little was background. Really cool. Yeah, I just. I just love seeing that. I wish we could have seen more beats of that. Like, I wish the season was like focused enough where we could have seen like more individual beats of that. Cause that would have been awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And again, I think that also kind of plays into it being out of order. I think if that yeah, had come right? a little earlier in the season, I think that would have been a little bit cooler. I don't, I don't know why just the, the season, if it had been in a different order, I think it would have been better. Yeah. Or even just like show different instances of that meeting, but like mm-hmm. don't show like Moff Gideon. Yeah, have that like, old oh, mysterious player, and then it's revealed that it's Moff Gideon. And it's like, oh, he's back, and blah blah blah. But no. Um, quick background on uh, Brent Brendel Hux, something like yeah, that. Yeah, that sounds right. So he is the one who found Captain Phasma. He's featured heavily in the Phasma book. Oh. He crash lands on the on the planet that Phasma's from. Yeah. And they they travel with Phasma. I don't remember where they were. Oh, they're traveling to the other <laughs> ship, which was on the other side of the planet. And he finds out that Phasma is just an absolutely ruthless warrior and then okay. uh trains her. Oh. And it it's such such a good book. It's one of the best Star Wars books out there, Phasma by Delilah S. Dawson. Dawson. And they also have a sequel to that book. It's called Man, I don't remember what it's called. It takes place at Galaxy's Edge, but oh. I don't remember what it is. Right. But yeah, it yeah, I, he's he's gotten a lot of 
fan fanfare in the books or not fanfare a lot of a lot of background in the books like just like yeah. everyone else you know um but yeah yeah, yeah I, th- so, I thought that was a really cool scene there were a lot of cool elements just didn't come together how i would have hoped it was cool to see kind of like the uh mandalorian empire troopers whatever you want to call them awesome. who, who weren't yeah. the exact same as like as the ones from pebbles right but i was like yeah those are those are the guys from pebbles yeah, pretty pretty much. I mean, it's just the next generation of those. And you got to think how the if, if if Gideon survives and is able to continue implementing the Mandalorian style stormtrooper, how mm-hmm. much better the how much more dangerous the first empire or the first order is. Yeah. Also, I am almost 100% certain that Moff Gideon has survived. Like almost a a hundred percent sure, just because it didn't feel like a good send off to him. Like the mm-hmm. season two ending felt like a great send off for the character, mm-hmm. and then he came back and he exploded. I'm like, that's not a good send off here. What I'm thinking, and it was, and and like I thought of this before I saw it online. I've seen it a lot mm-hmm. online now, but I just kind of assumed it while I was watching. I, I was like, I don't think the Moff Gideon they're facing is the real one. I think he's a clone. Clone. Oh yeah, yeah. we saw the clones. Yep. As well. yeah, that's, and he was like, trying was to like, get force sensitivity. Yep, and especially because so something I didn't quite catch, but I saw someone point out. I was like, "Oh yeah, that's a good point." Is Moff Gideon has always had a mustache, even in the the promo for the season, mm-hmm. and the Moff Gideon who died did not have a mustache, and the clones didn't have mustaches either. Interesting. And I was like, "That is really interesting." I like I don't know if that's necessarily for sure what's going to be true or not, but like I when I saw it, I just assumed he was a clone, and apparently a lot of people online agree with me, which. Star Wars fans don't necessarily have a great track record about getting things right, but or agreeing okay. with each other. <laughs> yep i I guess we will find out. Yeah, I think after this season, and maybe and maybe you'll disagree. I think Moff Gideon has definitely moved his way into some like you know, not in the top echelon with like Maul and 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 uh, Vader and uh, Palpatine. But he's definitely in like the higher tier of villain in Star Wars. I re- I really liked his character, yeah. and I really it's think just, he's 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 like a he could, he's a potential to be a very powerful, dangerous character yeah. moving forward. It's kind of weird. I felt a little, I felt a lot like that in seasons one and two, and here it just didn't seem as strong for me. Well, he, he wasn't in seemed, season two, was he? Yeah, he was in season two because I remember the like the finale where he was he he like had the dark saber. That was season one. Nope. That oh, was, you're right. Season two. Yep. You're right. Yeah. And it's like, he always seemed a lot more strategic there. Mm-hmm. And here, he did not strike me as, as, stri- as strategic. He basically just let Mando blow up all of his clones. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so, well, yeah. I mean, if you it was, think about it. it, it. Just a bit, it's, just, it's just a bit odd. It's like, they, they should have just spent more time on season three, I think. And it may not have been their fault. It may have been... They had a great idea, and then because of the new direction they wanted to take the series to lead up to this movie thing, they had to change that all around. But to well, me, it was just, you know, meh. To be honest, Palpatine did just let Luke live while he killed Vader. Yeah. That was kind of dumb. Yeah. So villains don't always make the smartest decisions in Star Wars media. Yeah, so, yeah. Hopefully we see differently with Thrawn, even though I don't okay. see him as a villain. But we'll we'll get to why at some point in time. Interesting. Ah, so now that we've moved on from that, let's talk about stuff from Celebration. Let's do it. So we got the Ahsoka trailer. 
Yes. And dude. We've not talked about that, dude. have we? No. Dude. Dude. It was awesome. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I am I'm so very- and we got a premiere date as well. August 2023. Yep. I, I don't think... think we knew previously. Yeah, we we don't have a specific date either. We just do oh, know yeah, that we just got a August. Yeah. It is Wednesdays in August. I'm pretty sure they confirmed that. Well, yeah. I think they confirmed that. But we don't know the first uh, date, yeah. release date in August. But uh, we saw a lot of our favorite characters from Rebels. We saw Hera. We saw Ezra. We saw Sabine. We saw Did Chopper. Ezra? I don't know. Yeah, we saw him in a little hollow. Oh, oh, yep, yep, yep. And um, the droid who taught younglings how to build lightsabers. I don't know if you saw this this discourse. Oh. But remember that droid? Yeah. It's kind of near the end of it. He was talking to 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 Ahsoka. He said like we need to start anew or whatever. Oh. That was the droid from that Clone Wars arc where they were had where they're on the ship building oh. lightsabers with the younglings. Cool. His name is Hyung. and and they brought back the same actor to play him. So sweet. Whose name is somewhere? on here david Tennant. oh uh yeah he's, oh, he's the voice david Tennant. okay yep. cool yep. uh he will return uh and ob- obviously we learned that mars lars mickelson will return as a grand admiral thrawn mm-hmm. we also that saw was, in the trailer cool. uh dana lee and sonato will reprise her role for mando season two she's the she's uh the person who ahsoka fought and asked who oh, all right yep, yep, yep. Uh, where, where thrawn was ray stevenson and i Ivana Sank Sak Sakno, I apologize for that mispronunciation. Uh, also, were announced to be part of the cast, but nothing was said about their characters. Mm-hmm. So, it's dude. Oh, also, yeah. the directors were announced: uh, Dave Filoni, S- Steph Green, Peter Ramsey, Jennifer Getzinger, uh, Gita Patel, and Rick Fumayiwa will be Sweet. the directors for that. Yeah, um, uh, the trailer definitely had some really interesting beats, and I am yep. hyped for the Ahsoka show. Oh, yeah. It didn't necessarily like like I felt like some things looked a bit different than I was expecting. Mm-hmm. Like Hera didn't quite look what I was look how I was expecting, and like Sabine, like if you put her in like which Star Wars character is this, you would automatically say Sabine. Yeah. But like her hair was long, not super short like it was like how we've seen in uh, the epilogue of Rebels. And she was not wearing her armor, which is the first time I think I we've seen Sabine mm-hmm. out of her armor, which was right. weird. And they might they might be still editing that stuff. Might be yeah, but it just later, I don't know. It seems so weird to just have the trailer like all the shots of 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 Sabine. Yeah. Long hair, normal clothes. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's hard to like get everything exact. From uh, but I mean, that's a, that's a pretty big oversight <laughs> for not being uh, uh, exact there. I don't know, I don't care that much. Ahsoka also wasn't wearing that white cloak because we're pretty yeah, sure everyone's pretty like, sure that's that same exact scene from the end of Rebels. Yeah, like, so. n- like not that it has to like to, to be beat for beat, and like the white cloak, sure, maybe you know, they can explain that away. A Mandalorian not being a Mandalorian armor just in general, and that's all we've seen her in. I was like, that strikes me. as She just looked kind of like a rebel hero or like a bounty hunter or whatever, but like not yeah. like the Sabine we knew in like the series. So, yeah. yeah. And it's like, I like the look. I like, I like the vibe, but I would prefer like, you know, just almost a direct continuation of, of what we've seen here instead of like, oh yeah, this is the character. It doesn't look 
anything like her, but like it's hard. So we'll, we'll just have, have, have to see how it goes. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I am excited. We've waited so long for a trailer and then we got it. And it delivered. And Thrawn. That was awesome. It was, dude, I'm so excited. Yeah. I, you need to read those Thrawn books before that comes out. Yeah. At least listen to them. They're so uh, freaking good. All six of them. <laughs> Sweet. All right. All right. Sweet. Um, Kevin Klein will be composing the score for it. He does the score for the, uh, for all the animated shows. Oh, all right. so awesome. you know he'll be coming back. He has always done really good work. He was he was incredible work on season two for the Bad Batch. I think I oh, thought the music yeah, yeah. in Bad Batch season two was really mm-hmm. good. So, um, it was also revealed at uh, Celebration that Skeleton Crew show that takes place during the New Republic will arrive this year as well. Oh, and it's not about pirates, right? Because you said it was about pirates before. I said it could be about pirates. Oh, okay. It is yes. not. Apparently, it's about children. Yep. Uh, the, the full the full list of directors was also announced for that as well. Uh, John Watts, who was the one who had the idea, who he did the Spider-Man movies, I believe, uh, the most recent ones. Uh, David Lowery, the Daniels, which I guess are like a like they're like brothers. And they yeah. direct things together. I they don't know. sound familiar. Yeah. Uh, Jake Schreier, Bryce Dallas Howard, and Lee Isaac Chung. Um, Jude Law and a bunch of preteen children will be in the movie. And it has said, that it, and it appears as though from pictures that Jude Law will be a Jedi. Oh. Yeah. So I, don't, I don't know if you saw any of those pictures, but it looked like he, it looked as though he was in Jedi garb. And so maybe that the, the kids are younglings. And they're, that would be interesting. They're part of uh, Luke's Jedi. Yeah. I've heard the show is supposed to have horror vibes. I've also so heard that. I don't know the direction they're going to take this. It could go anywhere, especially with the the stuff the High Republic's doing, which is definitely a lot has had a lot of the horror vibes to it in certain parts. Um, Wait, yeah, and when is the series supposed to take place? The New Republic. So it's around oh, the same right. time as Mando. All right, all right okay, stuff yeah, like yeah. that. But it's completely like. Outside of the current storyline that we've been watching, it's like Angel. its own thing, which I I'm happy about. I mean, that's how Mando season one was for the most part. Um, so yeah. very excited about that. Um, <laughs> was also revealed, and and or season two is an aimed release date of August 2024. That's awesome. A lot sooner than I thought. Yeah. Um, but I am looking forward to that. Yes. Yes, I will watch it. I hope I like it more than the sec first season. Oh yeah, oh yeah, because like you did not like the first. Well, it's not that I didn't like it. It's just I don't. I didn't have the patience for it. Just that, yeah. but that's just a general I, thing for me. I love the first season. It's 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 my favorite Star Wars show, hands down. So I am pumped for season two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm excited as well. Um, also, this is interesting. A couple of things were added to the timeline during Star Wars during celebration. Um, yes. Two new eras were listed to the. To the Star Wars properties is the Dawn of the Jedi, which is before the Old Republic, and the New Jedi Order, which is after Rise of Rise of the First Order, which is after Rise of Skywalker. Um, yeah. And it's weird; I didn't realize that Old Old Republic was canon. Ooh, we have not gotten any stories out of it, but it looks like they Ooh, have officially nice. canonized some. Like I know they've they've mentioned some stuff in the High Republic, and they've mentioned some stuff in TV shows, like the. Last episodes of season six for uh, Clone Wars, where Yoda yeah. went on that adventure. Oh, oh, yes. That was a lot of Old Republic stuff. Um, yeah. 
So yeah, and this is also the first we're hearing about anything post-Rise of Skywalker. Yeah. Which gets us into the rest of the news. Uh, it looks like Kathleen, uh, Kathleen Kennedy announced that James Mangold, Dave Filoni, and Shirim Obeid Shinoi will be directing movies. Mangold, Mangold's movie will take place before The High Republic, which is 4,000 years before The Phantom Menace. Or at least in the books, that's what it is. Um, and it will explore the origin of Force users, and you were excited about that. And then I... <laughs> I don't know if I made you less excited about it, but there is a book called Dawn of the Jedi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, by Tim Lebin, and Tim Lebin's... I really like his like his work. Yeah, because, really like, author. yeah. I was pumped, like, oh, it's going to be a completely unexplored area, and you were like, no, it's not. It's an explored area. What are you talking <laughs> about? Here's the book. And I am still excited. It's, it's like, cool to know that this is based on something and not, like... Well, and it might not be. It might be well, a completely no, different I, like, story from what we get. Not, like, based on directly, but, like, just oh, okay. the... The like idea of it or the okay, concept yeah, yeah, yeah. is like is based on this, okay. but yeah, I'm still and, pumped. I'm still thrilled. Yeah, and I'm not sure if that's it's, supposed to be a trilogy or if it's just supposed to be one movie. I'm not entirely sure. I've heard a bunch of different things. It's gonna be very unique. That is for yes. sure, for sure, because it's it's four thousand years outside of any Star Wars event. That's wide open, unprecedented wide open. in the canon that we have. Yeah, he's 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 got. And he, he can do anything he wants, really. Yeah. And he doesn't have to like he doesn't have to deal with characters we've dealt with. Yes. Because Yoda he, was not born in four thousand years ago. Four thousand BBY. Hot take. Yeah. Uh the like the opening needs to say a long, long, long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. They need to add that extra long. Otherwise, it you know, there's nothing to set it apart. Right. Right. Um, Filoni's movie will tie together the Mandoverse, which I'm assuming is Book of Boba Fett, The Mandalorian, and Ahsoka. Yeah, I'm, I'm assuming, assuming it's those be, three yeah, shows. Yeah, and and any new show they announce takes place around that same time. Yeah, because yeah. like you, Book of Boba Fett came out of nowhere. I'm sure there's going to be more stuff that comes out of nowhere. Right. Um. So that'll be interesting. Um. I have a feeling it's going to build up to a giant battle with Gideon and Thrawn. I am a million percent sure that they're going to bring back every single character from the original trilogy era who does not make an appearance in the sequel trilogy era and kill them all off. No just like ex- just execution style. Execute. It'll be some big battle and they'll show each character's execute order 99, which is like 66, except it's not the Jedi. Yeah, it'll be all of the Ewoks from the Battle of, of, of like Endor. They'll just execute them all because they'll 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 just put them in space and they'll die. Yeah, um, they don't show up in the sequel trilogy, so they have to be killed. It's <laughs> it is it is out of their hands. Um, and then Obeyed Shinoi's movie will take place 15 years after the, the rise of Skywalker, and we found out Daisy Ridley will reprise her role as Rey Skywalker. It yes. will it will uh uh it will kind of I think it takes I think it'll happen as she's like kind of. 15 years into the new Jedi order yep. is what I believe. And, and is it three? And I've also heard the same thing here. Is it a trilogy or is it one movie? See, I've just heard one for all of these. That's I've what I heard, did. That's what I yeah, thought. I've, I've heard that all of these are just going to be the one and hot take. I love this idea. Oh, this is too. how I think the sequel trilogy should have ended. This should have been Canon, like officially in, in, in the sequel trilogy. It may have been kind of implied, mm-hmm. but it, it it really was not. I wanted to see more of this. They didn't give it to us there. I'm glad they're giving it to us now. I need Jedi Finn. That's all I need. Jedi Finn. It's that it, they 
they should have added so much more stuff in the sequel tr tr trilogy. There was so much potential. Yeah. And they just yeah. kind of yeah. left I it mean, up, up in the air. Yeah. The only, really the only of the trilogy that didn't need a TV show was the original trilogy. Because yeah. the other two have got, well, technically they already have a show, but no one watched it because no one cares. It really has nothing to do with the, the, the movies, but. Oh, yeah. Like. Star Wars Resistance or whatever. Yes, I enjoyed the show, but right. that's just me. But yeah, I, I I'm excited for all these movies. Uh, yeah. I just hope they happen, especially the, especially the one, the 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 origins of the Jedi. Yeah, I'm very excited for that. I'll we also probably read some, the book. Yeah, we finally have some some confirmation here. There's there's been a lot of like untitled Star Wars movies that have mm -hmm. been like popping up and getting canceled but now we actually have some confirmation on what's coming next yep. so yep they didn't mention anything about that about the uh the movie that the director for Wonder Woman was supposed to do so i'm guessing that's i'm assuming that's done oh yeah i think the, that one the x-wing movies yeah i yeah i uh i don't know there's been a lot of cancellations yep and so i'm i'm now going to explain this next part even though i know you probably don't care okay i'm going to explain this next part so that the acolyte news is more hype. Oh yeah, we did get some some acolyte news. Right, but we also got a slew of High Republic news. So I'm going to go through that first, and we'll get to acolyte. Oh. So the next phase of the High Republic was announced that to, was announced to start in October of 2023, which is very soon because the new the new phase just started in like January, and it will span all the way to spring 2025. So it's a long and this this last one it started like I said started in June. Started in January, and we're I think the next book comes out in like I want to say it's like June. So like it's this this phase two is super short, but phase three is gonna be really it's gonna take a long time. Um, the phase will be phase three will be called Trials of the Jedi. It will take place one year after the Fallen Star. Uh, Kevin Scott, Daniel, and Daniel Jose Older will be coming back at, uh, in the comic realm. The adults, the adult novels are Eye of the Star, Eye of Darkness by George Mann. Temptation of the Force by Tessa Grattan, Trials of the and Trials of the Jedi by Charles Soule, the young adult novels We Defy the Storm by Tessa Grattan and Justina Ireland, Tears of the Nameless by George Mann, and Into the Light by Claudia Gray, which I should note the first Claudia Gray young adult novel in this series was called Into the Dark, the last one we called Into the Light, so interesting. interesting. Uh, and finally, the middle grade books will be Escape from Valo by Dan Daniel Jose Older and Alyssa Wong, Beware the Nameless by Zarita Cordova, and the Valiant, A Valiant Vow by Just Justina Ireland. It is also revealed that they are setting up a plot point. They're setting up plot points for things to come after the High Republic books in the Acolyte show. Oh. Which, so, which brings us to the Acolyte cast and crew were at Celebration. And they announced that the show will take place between the High Republic and the Phantom Menace, uh, but closer to the Phantom Menace. The showrunner also filmed, also said that film filming has wrapped, will wrap in May, and the target release date is 2024, just like the general date. Sweet. A lot of news, but essentially, all the stuff that's coming out between now and 2025 will be setting up stuff that's going to happen in the Acolyte for the High Republic. And so now is the perfect time to get into it. Uh, we're going to hit a little span of not very much content in the next couple of weeks, I believe. Oh, yeah. Because when did uh, – what's that show? Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 or – No, the show. 
That, secret, I mean, that, invasion. secret when does that start? June? June. Yeah, so we're gonna have like May to June. We're gonna have all, the entire month of May. So maybe we'll do our High Republic you show. You have to see Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, like that weekend that it comes out. Yeah, so because, here's what I'm gonna do. Because then we'll have we'll have content for the next episode. Here, here's what I'm gonna do. All right. I'm gonna binge I'm gonna I'm gonna watch Black Panther. Then Ant Man, and then I'm gonna go watch Guardians of the Galaxy. <laughs> you still haven't seen Black Panther two? Oh, that's no. right. No, I have not. Nice. Okay. And we'll get to that a little bit later, but I do have something to say about Marvel as a whole, as as yeah. as we always do. Yeah. But anyway, it was also revealed that Rebecca Henderson will be playing Vernestra Rowe from the High Republic books in the Acolyte. Oh, interesting. Hold on, let me. I'm gonna here. You you stall. Tell tell what you really enjoy about what you're excited about for the Acolyte. I'll be right back. Uh, okay, yeah, I can do that. So um, in the Acolyte, the thing I'm most excited about is to see uh, who this Acolyte character is because are they uh, Wookiee, perhaps? Okay. Or, okay. Oh, hey, you're back. Okay. Thank you for stalling. Cool. So yep, here is Vernestro. Yeah. Yes, exactly what I was saying uh, beforehand. Um, she is the main character in uh, most of the junior novels, uh, uh, but she's an, a fantastic character. And something that's nice. really cool about her is that sh- her lightsaber is also a light whip. Oh, yeah. So I am so freaking excited to see that in live action. <laughs> you have no, no. idea. Nice, nice, Dude, nice. I, 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 I flipped out when I saw that news. So thank God it was on a Saturday. <laughs> otherwise i would have gotten home on friday and be like i missed all this news oh man but dude ah oh, fernester is one of my favorite characters in the high republic she's such a great jedi and she's so like i think she's like i think she's 17 at the beginning of them and then she's oh, wow. and so she, she's like really young but she's a jedi master maybe she's 16 oh, wow. but she's a jedi master already at that age she's such a great jedi and she's such a great example for like the younger Jedi that she that she that she gets, and then eventually she inherits. She gets a Padawan. I think he's like two years younger than her. Oh wow! Like oh, I love Vernestra Rowe. She's a fantastic character. I'm Sweet. so so excited to see her in live action, and she'll be older because these. Well, because this takes place 200 years before the Phantom Menace. That takes place somewhere between there. How long does her species lifespan go? I how, do not know. How- she okay. is a Marilyn, which, because which they're the green people with might, the tattoos it, on their face. Because depending on how long they live, we might end up just seeing her on her deathbed for like one episode in the season, <laughs> which would suck. Don't do this to me, Brennan. <laughs> do not do this so, to me. The, the most tragic thing was if she pulls out her like lightsaber whip thing and then it gets crushed like the darksaber before she gets to turn it on. Oh, my God. Brandon, we do not speak these yeah. into existence. There's like we're not taking the time animating all of all of that. We've a lot of shows going on here. Our animation budget got slashed. But yeah, I dude, I was that is hype. Though. I was ecstatic about that. Oh god, I was so excited when I when I saw that. Um, and again, maybe for our second show in May, we'll yeah. do the High Republic show. Yeah, we'll do the High Republic background I can stuff because. All of that. I don't know anything except for what you've told me. Because we also have the High Republic show coming on May 4th. 
it's a it's a show for oh, like tiny children but it's show. still yeah. in the it, we also got a trailer for that i don't know if you saw that yep yep but, i had it yeah oh yeah yeah like the funniest part about that is like is like they had they like had to make it during the the uh, high re, high republic because if if, if they i made saw it all the jokes like, online the prequel i saw, trilogy, all, I yep, saw every yep. single one of them every you single can, one of these i hated it so much yep. i'm like all yeah, oh, this cute little innocent kids oh they're talking about murdering children okay if it's good enough for the chosen one if it's good enough for the chosen one <laughs> so i am also glad for these children that they're not going to be brutally executed at the end of the series <laughs> target last episode It'll it'll be like you know the shows will come on and it gets and it gets to like the last episode and it's like the pop of, of, of like oh this episode has been rated for mature audiences only and you're like oh what's that about? But I'm gonna watch shit out of that show because I will consume all high republic content. It's yeah. also y- younger Yoda. So oh, oh yeah 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 I I do remember seeing him yep. and all that. Yep. Um, this is probably the second most exciting news to come out of out of that weekend. We're getting season two of the Tale of the Jedi, Tales of the Jedi. Yes. Right, dude. I'm awesome. very curious to see what Jedi they're gonna focus on. Yeah, because they have well, a lot to choose from. Yeah, like literally a ton. There are lots Ooh. of Jedi. You know what would be cool that I hadn't thought of before at all? What? This would okay. I forgot Ezra was a Jedi. Yeah, genuinely, no, Ezra was who I was thinking of. What if they use the show to bridge the gap between the Rebels show and... Uh-huh. Oh, us? that'd be interesting. Just, like, little peeks into what was going on. I don't know if they huh. will, but that would genuinely be a really... Because they can't do, like, a, their own show about it, really, but they could take a couple episodes and be like, hey, this is what yeah. Ezra's been up been up to here. Because they did that for uh, Ahsoka. They bridged the yep. gap between what she was doing. Yep, and yep. then also for Dooku, at least they, they gave like more of his background because we knew, I think in yeah. episode one, he was a Jedi. Yep. We didn't yep, yep. know, like we never saw him on screen, but he was a Jedi in episode one. So that bridge the yeah. gap between one and two. Yep. Um, and that was a fantastic show. Oh, yeah. It was great. I love the Dooku arc. Too like, short, especially. but it was really good. <laughs> uh, who I really hope they do is Kanan because there's so much to explore for him between yes. the Bad Batch and. Ooh. Pebbles. That's like what, like fifteen years, at least. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> just like, just like, there's everything. There's a book for that. <laughs> there's a book about how Hera and Caden met. Oh yeah. Yeah, it's called A New Dawn. It. Yeah. Was okay. It was okay. <laughs> it, oh. It's okay. Yeah. It's, it, I mean, it was fun, but it wasn't my favorite Star Wars book. But I also kind of mm-hmm. read that near the end of my Star Wars book phase, so. Okay, can you? I'm really quickly gonna like look this up so I have it flagged. Can you tell me the name one more time? A New Dawn by John Jackson Miller. Yeah, it was good. Sweet. I enjoyed it. Oh, but... and it is pretty cheap actually here. Yes, so. if you get the trade paperback, it's pretty cheap. It's a good, I mean, it's a good book. It it, it does uh, give a lot of background into the fact, like where they, where Hera or how Hera got where she got. Yeah. In Rebels, and how Kanan and them met, and how they kind of fell in love. It's it's, it's good. It's it's a, de- it's a decent book. Sweet, sweet. Also, we had another trailer for Visions. Yes, we did. Volume two, May fourth. Dude, it looks awesome. I'm very excited. That's really soon. Yes, that is like two weeks from now. 
Well, yep. not today, but like two weeks from now. Um, and a couple of them look goofy, which is good. Mostly because yeah. I can't imagine doing a claymation the way that they do Wallace and Gromit and be serious. Yeah. And I think that episode's called I Am Your Mother. <laughs> oh, yeah? Yeah. Nice. But, uh, uh, like, yeah, I'm excited for it. I uh, do know that episode actually was screened to the people who who attended that panel at Star Wars oh, really? Celebration. And like everyone who I saw on Twitter who saw it so said it was fantastic. That's awesome. Yeah, I'm excited for it. Visions Volume 1 was awesome. I don't think yeah. it gets talked enough about in the Star Wars circles, mostly because I think, I think a lot of people were turned off by the fact that it was anime for whatever reason. But I thought it was great. Um, a lot of great stories came out of it. I wish, again, it, same thing. I wish there was more, you know, yeah. like just longer stories or just, you know, extended versions of the stories. Because I know even right now, I think, because they came out with the book for the first episode of Visions, Volume 1. And then they're also yeah. doing a comic book right now. I think they're doing a comic book run of the same story. Yeah, um, which is interesting. So we'll see what ha- we'll see what comes out of this one. I don't know if there'll be any more books or like extra media Great. for it, but I'm excited. Uh, I have a lot of I'm gonna have a lot of things to watch on May fourth. Yeah. So. Oh, also, just kind of unrelated here, but speaking of Twitter, I can no longer get on Twitter for the most part because I've already started to see somehow Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three spoilers, and we're still two weeks away from from the the uh, early state. I'm like, come on, so. Remember uh, when there? Remember yeah. when you had to wait two weeks to say anything about it? That was a good time. I like that better. Yep. Yep, yep, I remember yep. everyone like no one would even make memes about <laughs> Endgame. Remember every and everyone was respectful about Endgame. Yep. Like, all right, we'll give you two weeks, and then we're flooding the internet. And they did. Everyone gave yep. two weeks. Yep, now yep. you can't go a day. No. If you, like, yeah. I, I'm surprised. Ant Man and Black Panther neither have been spoiled for me yet. Huh. Sweet. And I'm Sweet. like. Well, I did unfollow a lot of people who talk about that stuff. So that's probably why. <laughs> that might help. But for for separate reasons. I just I don't like movies as much as I thought I did. So I just followed everyone who talks about movies. Because huh. I just don't care. But uh but anyway. Also, I think you sent this to me. A cover of an up I think it's an upcoming Dr. Afra comic book kind of popped up on Twitter. Oh, a nightmarish beast. Yes, I did send it to you because I saw a lot of talk of it on Twitter. It it got Star Wars Twitter talking. I was like, this is a big deal. Apparently, I don't know who this is, but if 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 I know somebody who knows who it is, it is Wally who knows who it is. I I had to do some searching, but but I I do know what it is. So the cover is from Dr. Afra number 34, in which Afra and Luke meet this creature known as a star weird. By the way, it's a terrible name for it. (laughs) <laughs> the appearance marks its first canon appearance, but the Star Weird appeared in Legends and can emit um, emit a telepathic scream to its victims, and then it would attack them. They can only be found in the vacuum of space, and they can use the Force. Ooh! So they so what they'll do is they'll just like so if they see you in they'll like enter your enter your space your ship. Yeah, they'll find you and they'll emit this telepathic high pitched scream to like make you like sedate you and then they kill you it's nice scary as shit but it's so cool that they're canon now Ooh, that gives off a horror vibe i oh, wonder yes, if that's gonna have any tie to skeleton crew maybe maybe that'd be that really cool be if it did freaky. yeah so the star weirds 
are exactly what they what they're named. They're they're weird, and in the stars. Yes. But that's it's pretty fun. It's pretty fucking cool. So, uh, thank you for sending me that. I thought I, I had a fun time looking up that kind of stuff. And I, that's right. yeah. legend legends legends came up with some weird shit, <laughs> and now it's starting to make its way into canon. So, yep. Um, and then finally on the Star Wars front, the last thing we got. Star Wars Celebration 2025 will be in Japan, which is yep. I I did see that, so it is time for you and I to start saving up some money now. <laughs> for Japan. <laughs> um, other things came out of uh, it's 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 called Star Wars Celebration, but basically it's the Lucasfilm Celebration because a couple of things did come out of we it. Got, we, got we got an Indiana, Indiana Jones, Jones Five yeah. poster and a trailer and the a trailer. name. The trailer looked great, and yes. I agree with Harrison Ford 100% because he was like, hey, I don't know how it works, but this is like magic to me here. And they de-aged him incredibly well. Yes. Like, for me, it was indistinguishable. And I was like, that's incredible. And I have, I'm hoping, I'm so hoping, because remakes have gotten, like, a lot better recently. Disney is still struggling nor or, or or sorry, not remakes, but like the sequels that they're stacking on. They've got yeah. better recently. Disney is still struggling here, but like, please, we'll get into that later about Disney. <laughs> give me a second good Indiana Jones movie. I Just love one. the first one. Just one. I don't like any of the other ones. It might be a hot take. But I just want this one to be good so bad. Yep, and it comes out June thirtieth, which is way sooner than I thought it'd be. It, June is gonna be a fantastic month for movies. Just that time frame, like from May to July, basically, we're getting so many great films. Really, I can't yeah. wait to see none of them. <laughs> <laughs> like we're getting Gardens of the Galaxy. We're getting yep, Mission Impossible Six or Seven or whatever it is. Seven. We're getting. I th- I think Blue Beetle is in August here, but that's close enough. We're getting the yeah. Barbie movie. We're getting Oppenheimer. Oh, yeah. Um, we're getting whatever movie, we're getting we're getting in Dana Jones the like, the Barbie movie for the Barbie movie Oppenheimer beef is hilarious. Yes, I I I I absolutely love the fact because there was a rumor that Oppenheimer was getting delayed and like film Twitter basically like disintegrated. Um, it, it turned to like com- completely false, but like it's is it's so funny that there's like this war between the most opposite movies of all time. And I, I, yeah. I love it so much. I, it's hilarious. Like, like just because of that, I'm a hundred percent going to see both Barbie. of them the opening weekend. It's oh, really? the best marketing that, that they could have asked for. It is fantastic. And that started like a year ago, like that, like as soon as those movies were announced, it started because, because yeah. we knew what day they're coming out. They're like, Oh my God, yeah. they're coming out on the same day. <laughs> and all these people who like hate film bros are just like, all right, I'm going to see Barbie. <laughs> It, it's um, hilarious yeah. but um so the, the movie is indiana jones and the dial of destiny yes trailer looks really good yeah so, I, I really had no idea what to expect from like the name and the premise and all that but the trailer just looks so so good i will say this though just in a just, just to comment on all movies in general i yeah. think it's becoming i think because the quality of film and the way we can make things happen nowadays Period pieces are almost like dead now because they just it looks too good to be from that period. Maybe that's just me. Interesting. Well, it's like I was I was watching this like man, this film looks like it's like was shot really well. I don't like that. <laughs> I feel like the peak <laughs> period film was like the nineties through the or like the mid two thousands, like two thousand five. Yeah. 
Yeah. I don't know why. I just feel like the cameras were just like they were good enough, but they weren't that good, you know? Interesting. Yeah, so that's that's just my opinion. Just, I feel like period movies are getting very hard to like make look like the period. I don't know. Hmm. Yeah, that's yeah. just me. Though uh last night in Soho, they did a good yes. job with that. I will oh, I will always praise that movie. That's such a damn I good love movie. That and I know that. I brought that up on the show before, but damn, it's so good. Yep. Like it is one of my top four easily. And really? yeah, and like it'll stay there until something else <laughs> ends up displacing it, but I don't know yeah. what yet. Um, the Secret Invasion trailer. We got the second oh, one. Oh yeah. Which we came did, out like we, two like we, I think I published the like the, the podcast and we it came out. It was funny. Mm-hmm. But uh so we, we got the trailer. I haven't seen it yet. <laughs> oh no? Oh I don't like to watch Marvel things on time. <laughs> So how was the trailer? It was like it was neat. Yeah, it added some more stuff. I don't really think it 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 added all that much. But okay, so it I looks, was missing out. No, like I mean, it does look really cool. Hoping it's executed well. We haven't really had like a solid show here. <laughs> so been some time. So we will see how it shakes out. We haven't um, had a show in a while from Marvel. Yeah, no. The hell was last the last show? Was She-Hulk, which was like August. Oh my god, that was like last summer. Yeah. Or like late summer, early fall. It was it was like August through October, so. Um, yeah, because yeah. it was long. It was weird. Yep, yep, yep. So like, I'm ex- I I I'm excited for the for the show. You know, not just as much as I would be for any Marvel project here. Um, like, like, you know, I've been excited for, you know, all the Marvel projects, the standard Marvel level. The only two things that I'm, I'm super excited for is Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. Mm-hmm. And not because that's Marvel, just because it is James Gunn and James Gunn has been doing so good here. Yeah, James Gunn rules the superhero world right now. Yeah, like, I'm pumped for that. He has not let me down yet. And then uh, the Marvels. I am genuinely excited for too. We got yep, trailer, and we got that trailer. That trailer was that awesome. That trailer looked incredible, like better than anything that I've seen Marvel do here recently. It's can I talk about how it's the first team up movie that we've had, like the first big team up thing we've since we've had since Endgame. Endgame, yeah. Yep. Yep. It's like there have been some other like team up things, but just like a character in another character's movie or show. I don't count the that. Daredevil and She Hulk. Yeah, I think that's like yeah. the last. Yeah, or or even like you know, yeah, like Doctor Strange and Spider Man, or okay, Doctor Strange was in that movie for like five seconds. Like, let's not. <laughs> yeah, or or like Doctor Strange and Wand, even though that's the opposite of team up, almost there. But like you know, there have yeah. been some they're in the same movie, yeah. Yeah. but this is like a team up movie, and yeah. I am so beyond thrilled. It looks so good. Like the focus the trailer put on each individual character was spectacular. Apparently, it's like Marvel's most disliked trailer. Yeah, which bums me out because we all know why. It we know is why the most it's, it's, it's the sexist people. It's the sexist man boys. Yeah. who sit in their and, parents' basement and type on the yeah, keyboard. Yeah, it just all makes day. me so upset because it's it's like this is the best Marvel has looked in like. It looks so here. freaking good. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm so excited. Like we also like, Brie Larson is freaking cut. Yeah, she's shredded. <laughs> Like holy crap, she could oh, she could break a watermelon with her bare hands. Like she's shredded. 
it's because like but like for all the storylines we have like the miss marvel storyline we have the mm-hmm. captain marvel storyline and like the nick fury storyline i'll say and monica's monica yeah, like, rambos monica hasn't really had like her own like whole long oh, that's storyline that's, that's can really tie in but like all the other three characters have, have had like miss marvel had her own show captain marvel's been around her own movie other events like uh nick fury's been doing a lot of stuff He's having his own show right beforehand. Mm-hmm. Like, so it's like three entirely separate stories all combining. Yep. And that is awesome. We have not had that since Endgame. And finally, and I think this is the first time like in this phase. And Goose. Or and not Goose, has, Goose has Goose kittens has now or something. Yep. Yep. That is phenomenal. And is we're Goose finally getting to get That's payoff. Yeah. We're finally getting to get payoff For from what? things that started in 2021. Monica's story. We've waited two and a half yeah. years on Monica. Yes, we've waited it's, how long? How many? Or well, I guess that I guess the Secret so Invasion long. comes first for for Nick Fury. But like we've and, waited what three, four years for Nick Fury. Yes, we've yeah, waited a huge a huge payoff for him, which will just continue. Four years for 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 Captain Marvel. Like we yeah. haven't seen her in no. four years. Not since Endgame. And even in Endgame, we really don't know what she was up to because like the whole no, she came in the last second. Yeah. Yeah, because, like, the whole thing with, like, her movie and then the post-credit scenes took place right after Infinity War. Like, all that was great. But after that, we really didn't get any more insight into her character at all, which sucked. And then, um, Amanda Villani, what is is her character's name? Miss Marvel. It's been a year at that point. Yep. For payoff. Which, like we're waiting a year at 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 least for payoff and it's yeah getting a yeah. we when we, we've beaten this topic to death, but yeah. It it'll be a year and four months for her because it was gonna be a year exactly. I remember that. It was gonna be a year exactly when the movie was releasing in July, but it got pushed to okay. November. So yeah. Yep. Yeah, but man, it looks awesome. I'm very excited for that movie. Yep. Uh, it looks like the next two movies, the next three projects on the docket for Marvel look really, really good, but we're just gonna have to yep. wait a very long time for them. I so we're gonna have to we're gonna have to we're gonna have to scrounge for content for the first time in a in a while. Yeah, right. Because we were pretty consistent there for a bit. I'm just pumped for Guns of the Galaxy Volume Three. That movie is gonna carry me hopefully for a yep. while here. And yep. Rocket will not die. I refuse to let that happen. <laughs> Ev- everyone's been talking. I'm not yep. gonna let it happen. Um, last piece of Marvel news: Marina Baccarin Baccarin is in talks to reprise her character for the first two Deadpool movies. Deadpool movies. She's uh, oh, his yep, girlfriend. Yes. Yep. Yep. It's nothing much to say about that. Okay. Cool. Other than cool. Uh, Blue Beetle trailer. Oh, yeah. Really that that came out since our last episode. Yeah, that looks fantastic. I'm, I'm so, so excited thrilled. for that. My only one... I may go actually watch it. <laughs> yeah. My only one complaint, and like you won't understand this because you haven't seen uh, uh, Young Justice, mm-hmm. but uh, Blue Beetle in one of the seasons is like a very prominent character in a Young Justice. Oh yeah, and, I think you talked about this last episode. Yeah. Oh yeah. Wait. So have we talked? Yeah, because we because we've gotten that sneak peek of the trailer, and the trailer was coming out the next day after we recorded. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh okay. So yeah. So how have I talked about the specific thing yet, or have I not? You did, but I don't remember. That was three weeks ago. Yeah, so you can like, go ahead and talk about it again. Just his relationship with the Beatle was so perfect, and and I don't want to spoil it because I'm still hoping you watch Young Justice soon because Young Justice, uh, Lauren and I are actually rewatching it now. And I forget how good this show is each time. Like it blows all of their comparable shows out of the water completely. 
Yeah, I'm, um, in the, like, I'm almost done with weed, so maybe that'll be the next show okay. I watch. But, like, his relationship with the Beatle is so funny and so great. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, the Beatle as a character in the trailer is just, like, this, like, AI robotic force just does what he wants. Mm-hmm. And I don't like that for the show. Because mm-hmm. the Beatle kind of having this mind of its own and him having to kind of, like, rein the Beatle back in is so funny in, like, in, like, Young Justice. Mm-hmm. And it just seemed like it was kind of just that he could fully control it in, in the trailer. Mm-hmm. Just kind of this robotic standard, like no inflection AI voice. Yeah. And that that kind of bummed me out. But every other part of the trailer looks fantastic. His yep. suit looks great with all the animation, like the still photos, it didn't look that good, but uh-huh. seeing it fully animated, all CGI'd, it looks phenomenal. I am so pumped for this movie. It's like it's like DC is about to have an actual new like niche superhero hit and i'm pumped for that yeah yeah they also it's also good because i'm also excited for it because of the 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 representation in dc's like and marvel marvel's been shitty about it too for latinos has been non-existent yeah because like before that we basically had like miles morales and that was it right yeah i mean we had a couple actors but none of them played latino characters like yeah but uh yeah uh, well, we had that one side character in Ant Man, who's hilarious, but yeah, and oh, he's just kind of there for comedic yeah. relief. But yeah, uh, I won't spoil the Ant Man three thing. Yes, please don't do that. <laughs> yeah, no. But, uh, it's I think it'll be on Wednesday that it'll be on Disney Plus. So oh yeah, oh okay, sweet. You're almost there. <laughs> <laughs> I was planning on going to see it, and then I saw an ad saying when it was going to be on. I was like, "Well, I guess I'm not going to go anymore. <laughs> why? Why spend money?" Mm-hmm. So, uh, but yeah, um, I'm super excited about that. They also got every Latino actor who was famous in the early 2000s, like George Lopez. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God, you're right. Um, but anyway, uh, full cast of the Creature Commandos show was announced on oh, April yeah. 12th, and they are as follows: Thank Frank Grillo. Grio will be Rick Flag Sr., Maria Beko- oh God, Bakalova as Ilana Rostovich, Idira Varma as The Bride, Zoe Chow as Nina Mazursky, Alan Tudyk as Dr. Phosphorus, which he all he's Alan Tudyk is the voice of the robot from uh, Rogue One. Oh, uh, and David Harbour as Eric Frankenstein and Sean Gunn as the GI robot. Nice. I don't know why I didn't make that an extra line, but whatever. But yeah, so Sean Gunner will return. Yep. Oh, he's yeah, he was the the weasel. Yep. Yep. And he's in Guardians um, too, but pretty sure. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. So excited about that. D- like you said, DC's DC's hitting its renaissance right now. Yeah. And hundred percent. We're hoping hoping that it turns out good for them. Cause they need it. Yeah. As Marvel struggles. They need to come in and come in hot. They got to come in hot yeah. and fill in the fill in the fill in the need for superheroes. You know. Yeah. Okay. So here's and you mentioned earlier about Disney and remakes, even though you misspoke, but you are correct. And we're going to get into some remakes. Oh yeah. Wait, so apparently, I no. The, there's the... one I know. You, I know. I think you know the one I was going to. We're going to talk about next, but this one I don't know if you've heard about this. Apparently, Disney's making a Moana remake, a live I've action Moana. I've also heard about that one. The movie's seven years old. Why the fuck are they doing that? I know exactly why. It is because of The Rock, purely. 
just 100 there's and no they're way bringing back not. the old they're bringing back the cast because they're all still the same age that they were the same age <laughs> that they were yeah yeah they look the same what the, f- what the it is a million percent the rock just took a hit to his ego with black adam and he is crawling and, sc- and scraping to like get back up there's a hundred percent it because the only pro announcement i saw for that is the rock yeah talking about it that's it that, that's all that i've seen it's seven years old it's a yeah. seven-year-old movie like no need no one's it. missed it i mean it was a great movie i loved it don't, don't yeah. get me wrong it's a great like, movie there's no need for the live action remakes of the old movies here anyway those are fine you know whatever but it's you're right it's a, it's it's a new movie why yeah it's there's it's, like, no point what Zero are they gonna point. make what do they remake frozen 2 first like next like that came out like three years ago yeah what are they doing like I know it's a cash grab, and I know Milan is very popular, but Jesus, right? Just, people are gonna watch the old movie if they want to watch the movie, but no one's gonna yeah. watch this fucking remake. No one. Sorry for cursing so much, but I do. I do make the podcast explicit on just in case I do. <laughs> just it's seven just, years old. Yeah. Anyway, we're gonna re- They're gonna. Uh, uh, next piece of news is they're remaking. Uh, they're making live action. Live action Toy Story Four. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> God, just with like actual toys. Oh, have you? There's actually there's a YouTuber made a live action Toy Story. I don't know if you've ever seen. Oh, yeah, it. yeah, it's oh, pretty okay. fun. It's pretty good actually. I mean, yeah. it's it's just Toy Story, just with toys, nice. with real toys. But uh, yeah, seven year old movie re- live action remake makes no damn sense. Anyway, uh, Sydney Ag- Agudong has been cast as a live action Nani in Lilo and Stitch, and people are mad. People are fuming. Because yeah. she's not dark enough. It's even though it's, she's from Hawaii. Yeah, it's it's just the they balance, did their job. It's but it, it's just the balance of representation. And like honestly, I understand that because it's it's like if you're taking a movie, like especially a movie that that like that has a lot of focus on on like facial elements, like like Lilo and Stitch does. You really do have to pay close attention to that. And it kind of felt like, especially how they're going about like announcing things, they really were not looking into that how they should have. And you think they would have learned, but no, they. Haven't. I don't know. She's Hawaiian. They did that part right, at least. Yeah, it's 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 just there was a bar that like that like they have to pass, and 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 like they are passing a bar, but it's a much lower bar than the bar they should be. Yeah. Like. Like uh, be reaching for. Yeah. Yeah, we're not gonna get in the nitty gritty of that conversation, but nah. you know. <laughs> but yeah, it's again, it's another movie that doesn't need to be remade. There's been a lot of discussion about that. And you're absolutely right. Like, it does not like all the live action remakes don't no don't need to be made. And I heard about this one. I was, I was like, you've got to be, you've got to be kidding me. Yeah, but like well, we talked about this extensively well. last time. Yeah, they won't do it well, but hopefully, no. Uh, There's so many more cool stories I could tell within the universe in cartoon form. It would be better. Yeah, because especially because Lilo and Stitch is such a cool story. Great, and, and then like, the, the show was great too. Yeah, why would you not make cool stories like that instead of just ripping it off directly and probably making it worse? That's what bugs me. Yeah, because because like you know they're gonna screw it up there's a zero percent chance that they don't mm-hmm. all right next thing more remakes by the way 
Actually, let me let me let me do the oh, one we're not I'm not, we're we're not going to be as heated about because I don't think you've okay. ever cared about this franchise. I've never cared about this franchise. Apparently, a, a, a Twilight's the the books. Apparently, oh. a series has been greenlit for that. No one wants that. Yeah, no one likes it, that. No one actually likes those things. They like them ironically. That and and Harry uh, Potter. We'll get into the Harry Potter in a second. Yeah, but yes, okay, okay. no one asked for the Twilight remake. Stop, stop remaking. Like this is what I wrote. Maybe. Apparently, Twilight is a greenlit for a TV show. Stop There's remaking no shit. Yeah, there's no point. What's the point? And those movies are bad. Those books are bad. Like, they're not yeah, good. Like, Stop. Now, I will say, someone made me watch all of the movies at one point, and I genuinely vibed with the movies. They were fun to just have on oh, in, like, yeah. the background. Not not take them too seriously, whatever. The last movie, that one broke my mind when... I don't know if, if like, you've seen them. I've never like, seen huge, them. I have no intentions. There's going to be a huge dramatic scene. Sure. And, like... It's kind of brutal. And like my jaw literally dropped. It's like, everybody else, shut up. I need to watch this. <laughs> um, but the, like they're genuinely kind of fun movies as long as you ignore a lot of the Help the acting. <laughs> like, like a, yeah, a, a lot of like the bigger elements of the story too. As long as you ignore that, they're genuinely like entertaining movies to, to have on. Yeah. But yeah. why do a series? <laughs> no point. Like, like I like I I get if like because like Percy Jackson you know there are the movies now as a series it could be looked at as the same thing but like the movies were kind of bad and they only made two of the five of them thank God yeah <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah right it was incomplete and bad so like Very that bad. it makes sense kind of relaunching it as a series here here you have the full series and the movies are are beloved why redo that like what yeah. Like, it seems like we're a couple of years away from, like, you know, Hunger Games, the show, where they just redo the books as as for that as, like, shows. Well, and then Divergent does the same thing. Maze Runner does the same thing. All the books of that, you know, time period are relaunched as shows. And it's like, there really isn't a point that I can see with that. Well, and that's what people are saying about the new Hunger Games movie that's coming out that's based on the new book that came out a couple of years, like, during the pandemic. Yeah. First off, no one wanted that book. No one needed no. that book. Everyone thought the book sucked, but it was literally just so they could make another movie. Yeah, but it's 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 like even that you know it's like that's fine because you, like you're not destroying what existed beforehand. It's like with the no. Twilight TV show, it's like you're kind of destroying like the like the value of, of like the of of the movies here. Yeah, yeah, and you know, to most people, the people who are in that, they're just tied to that forever, yeah. regardless if they want to. Like Robert Pattinson, sure, he was great as Batman. See, that's not who he is. <laughs> Taylor Lautner, he could yeah. he could be a million different things. He's nothing. He's not nothing but the werewolf from. Well, he, he is. I'm not. I'm not saying that. That's his only worth. But as but like, he's he's famous because of those. Yeah, but it's like you see them in other properties, and you're like, oh, that's the guy from Twilight. Twilight. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. They're they're tied to that, whether they want to be or not. You know, it's like yep. like Robert Downey Jr. for an entire generation is Iron Man. And he can't yeah. escape that. I don't think. I don't. And I don't think he ever wants. And I don't think he has like wants to. Like I think he's no. proud of that. I don't know yeah. if the people who made Twilight are proud of that. <laughs> it's and it's and it's just kind of odd because it's like also now there's like a now there's like a like like a competition almost between like the actors. It's like you have to yep. live up to something very specific almost. Yep. It's like there really is no point. Yep. And then in the same vein, which you mentioned earlier, apparently HBO Max has decided to relaunch Harry Potter. As a TV which, show, for some reason, which is so funny because everybody knows why it's 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 controversial. Happening. Oh it's, yeah, that's him. 
Because, yeah, I mean, it's like J.K. Rowling just wanted, you know, keep churning out content, but then the Fantastic Beasts series Sucks. failed completely. Mm -hmm. And uh, she can't do the Cursed Child movie that she's wanted to do forever and been very vocal about wanting to do because... It's not bad. It's not like, it's not like a really bad play. <laughs> I... I... Read it. I did not like it at, yeah. at all. It makes some really weird choices, kind of in line with J.K. Rowling's, yeah, like political beliefs. Yeah, and that's the reason she can't make the movie is because the entire core cast vehemently disagrees with her political uh, <laughs> beliefs. So the whole yeah. thing she's trying to do that, and like everyone's like, oh, this is very obvious. You're trying to get a whole new cast who will agree with your political beliefs, so you can finally she like can make them. That she can make yeah, the movie. You can turn things out how you want, it, 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 and you can distance yourself from the from like the the actors who yeah. uh, are rightfully speaking out kind of ag against what you're spreading here. Right. Um. It, and but it's like this: the show isn't going to work because. Yeah. First of all, like it worked with a movie because like it's like seven years of a child's life and you have to be able to like to see them grow. And for how long series take to like make and release, Especially you're not going like to have that feel at all. And also you're condemning like a child to be locked into this role basically forever here. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and the newest movies, not even I think I think it's like barely a decade old. Yeah, like, these aren't these aren't old movies. Like I know the first no. one came out in the 90s, but the last one came out in like the 2010s. I think yeah, and was it 2013? Then Deathly Hollows Part Two came out. I don't, I don't remember. I never saw yeah, it. Yeah, I never saw them in theaters. I saw them all afterwards. And like the movies, like, like it's not like the movies are perfect by any means. No. And like a show can always do more for a book than a movie can, like uh, in most Majority of the time. time here. But it's it's like just let sleeping dogs lie, or yeah. or or however the saying goes. It's it, it's like you turn this over. You're a very controversial figure at. Uh, the, the the moment don't make a show especially because she's apparently gonna have a very big say in the show here okay and it's like you it's like i'm just scared because when yeah. you look at specifics in the book given the context of her as a person now you're like yeah this is bad yeah. and if she depicts that on screen as she wants to i am scared for the children who are going to be forced to to uh portray all of that yeah yeah and Quite frankly, there's just, and I'm not the biggest Harry Potter fan. I quite frankly think it's overrated, but that's, yeah. but I think the same thing for The Office because everyone talks about it. And I, anyway, and I mean for Harry Harry Potter, like you, you, you aren't wrong. Like the books are like our beloved, and it's like not like you know all of the other beloved stuff is perfect either. But J.K. Rowling could have had a great career if she just let the books sit. I'm sorry. No, a series of unfortunate events is perfect. Oh yeah, no, <laughs> like 100. Sorry, I I respect my statement. You're absolutely right. Um, but like J.K. Rowling could have had a great career if she just let the book sit, but she had yeah. to mess with every little thing. And then it kind of exposed people like started to look at them closer and was like, hey, wait a minute. And she kind of screwed herself over in like the funniest way, but the most tragic way where like mm -hmm. she's actively reducing the value of her own property. She needs to stop yeah. while she's ahead and let like the positive memory of these books still carry through because they they were so fun to read as a kid i remember the reading first them time reading them yeah 
they were something magical. There's something magical about both reading the books for the first time and seeing the movies for the first time. Yes, especially the way that the the music was uh, the music was written for the movies. Oh yeah, something just super magical about seeing them for the first time and reading them for the first time. Yep. Yep. And I and I want kids to have that now. But they could just go back and watch the movies and do that. Yeah. So, like, why why bother with the series? Also, I think this is a terrible idea because I think the Harry Potter universe is a lot like the Star Wars universe in that there's so many different stories you could tell in the world of Harry Potter. Yeah, And right? yet they choose to reboot it? Yeah. Like, they could tell the story of the first wizards, kind of like the Dawn of the Jedi. Yeah. They could tell the founding of Hogwarts, the Dumbledore's mm-hmm. origin, the founding of the Order of the Phoenix, post-Harry Potter, the post-Harry Potter Harry Potter world yeah. and the effects that his life had on wizarding kind. They could do a Hagrid origin story. Like they could have, there's so many and different like, stories they can tell, but they won't tell any of them. Yeah. And like, to be fair, they tried, but they just didn't do it. They well, because JK Rowling well. was, Rowling so. needs to sell, like she needs to just like let you know other what? people come in and yeah, write as yeah. well. Like, like, like Lucas did. He let yeah. other people, other people come in and say, yeah, just write it. I'm not going to include it in canon, but go ahead and write stuff. Oh, she just needs to let that happen. Yeah, um, a lot of people could come in and fix the shit that she's fucked up. Yeah, because also I don't know if like you've seen like the theory on Rowling or whatever. This is this is really great video that dives in in like all of the in, into all of the details. Mm-hmm. But one of the things it uh says is like is like Rowling is obsessed with 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 responding to criticism mm-hmm. and like providing like she really in universe answers in in like the books and stories. Yeah, she's she's, she's, she's done that a lot. Yeah. He's telling like there was the whole she like introduces like uh the house elves in book two and then you know she's writing book three and a lot of controversy comes out when book two is released about the house elves so she has to respond to it in, in book four and basically say like hey shut up uh basically because she doesn't have a, like, like a good response to it and then like so something else happens in one of her books and then she's she has to wait till like the next book to respond to it and she'll like you know come up with, with some kind of answer right uh of, and so what apparently it was a lot of the criticism she started getting towards the end is like, Hey, you're saying that, that the wizards, you know, they're all powerful. They can do whatever. Why didn't they, they stop world war two and all this stuff that happened during world war two, like in universe, like you've said that world war two happened in the Harry, Harry Potter universe. What's up with that? So allegedly she was obsessed with the fantastic B series to explain why the wizards didn't help in 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 world war ii okay and then somehow made them the good guys for like stepping back and that's why the movies like like all sucked because they were all supposed to be an next next explanation of like why uh they didn't stop in world war ii and it's like no you shouldn't stop trying to control this and like you know control like yeah step back give this to some somebody else let them just tell an actually good story instead of you trying to like step in and like make all of these corrections here in the worst way possible does she have any kids do we I know because <laughs> if she has kids and they're like say, they're like, like and if I, they're like decent people maybe when she kicks the bucket whenever that happens you know she'll let she'll like sell off they'll like the kids will like sell off the right so they can start oh you know, god yeah going in and do like other authors can or other filmmakers whatever can go in and do damage control yeah, on it, some of the stuff and fill in some story Storylines, because I mean, great. you could incorporate World War Two and then the Wizards and like a completely different side of the war. You don't want to go in and mess with that kind of stuff because it, no. it, it's a very touchy subject when you yeah, do. Like, like it's possible, which, but yeah, 
what she should have done instead of like directly address it, which was not the right call because not we already know what the outcome was, is is like do what Wonder Woman did kind of where you just like skip over it completely. Just yes. just just ignore it. Like it sucks, but like if your heroes aren't actively pre- preventing all these tragedies or trying to, mm-hmm. then just don't touch it. Yeah. Yeah. Like don't try to ex- excuse that behavior. Yeah. That yeah, and there's definitely a lot of very talented art uh you know you know writers who could probably tackle it the right way mm-hmm. but you know yeah you're right just if you can't tackle it the right way then don't do it but this is her yeah. baby and she's not gonna let it go unfortunately yeah. because there are just there are so many writers that like at i could just kind of think of yeah at the detriment to the world she's built yeah, and it's a great world i mean there's so much it's, untapped potential in yeah, that world. it's a world with a lot of potential i won't say as is it's great but it has a lot of okay fair a lot of a lot of yeah, potential. A lot of potential. And like if you got a if you got like you know, like an NK Jemison or a Brandon Sanderson in or an or even a Naomi Novak or Novik into those like those are three really talented authors into those worlds, they would beautifully, beautifully write stories that yeah. that like really incorporate what she set up. But yeah. she's not gonna do that, unfortunately. No. But I mean, it is what it is, and HBO decided to to humor her for whatever reason. Yeah. So, like, I wish it'd go in, in other directions. Like, uh, just take incomplete like movie franchises, turn those into shows. Like, like, would be like Percy like, Jackson. Yeah, like, like Percy Jackson. Like, for example, the I Am Number Four books. Absolutely yep. loved reading those as as a kid. There was one movie. It was not great. It was never picked up for a sequel. No. Turn that into a show. That would be awesome. I would love this. Like. To see that, yeah. but or there's there's just so many other there's just so many things you can like there's millions of books, yeah. Do something with them, you know. Um, you know, quick just a quick example. Like I mentioned, Brandon Sanderson, he has this this really beloved adult fantasy series called the Mistborn trilogy. Yeah. Um, and you know, or there's three trilog- trilogies actually, and it takes place in like this this uh, this diff this distant universe. Like it's kind of it's like its own universe. And I mean, like, or I guess, like, galaxy. I guess I don't know. Yeah. Um. And basically, it'll it follows uh people who use magic from like mid medieval times, yeah. all the way all the way up. And I believe there's gonna be like one or two more trilogies that'll lead into the space age with that same those same oh. magical powers. And they're supposed Did to be you? like some of the best books out there. And I, I haven't read them unfortunately, but I have read some of his work. And he's an incredibly talented guy. Just take those. Like they're right there, and you would get so much money. Like uh, the Jade, the Jade Bone Saga, which just finished up last year, yeah. phenom- absolutely phenomenal series. And I know there is, I think NBC has the rights to them, but I don't think anything's happened with it, unfortunately. Dang. But it's, it's like there's so much new stuff they could take and like elevate to a whole new level instead mm-hmm. of just beating the horses they have into glue. Yeah. It is. It just it just feels so disrespectful, especially to the audiences. Yeah, and I and I know their main re- their main driving factor is is nostalgia. Mm-hmm. If we're nostalgic for something, we're gonna go fucking watch the originals. We're not gonna watch the new shit you're pumping out. No. Garrett, like you like they it's a complete misread on Hollywood's part, and quite frankly, they're falling apart at the seams. But yeah, but as long well, as it keeps what it actually here, a great continue. a great example of re. re- of uh, reimagining because it's not reboot, and I know they've kind of gone down this road before, but a reimagining of a beloved franchise, and I don't know if it was done right. I haven't seen the movie yet. The Mar- the new Super Mario Brothers movie. 
Oh yeah. That thing broke box office records. Yeah. That I am terrified that Hollywood is, 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 is going to learn the wrong lesson from. And they might, they probably will, but that's a, that's, I mean, and they've tried it before they've had shows and they just weren't popular here. And they tried that terrible movie in the nineties. But this time they came at it a different angle, a different direction, and it yep. it works. People love it. Yep. And all and it's just, it's that. Simple. I think Jack Black as Bowser was the smartest decision they ever had. I see. I haven't seen it yet, obviously, because I'm me. I have I just because it. I see every movie that comes out, unless yeah. it's a sequel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I think they have a second sequel plan for that. From what I, they, sorry, a sequel plan for that, as far as I've seen. I haven't seen anything official. That might have just yeah, it wasn't official, but I did see something that yeah, like it's it's like all just rumors that I've seen. Yeah, so yeah, you're right. They're probably gonna learn the wrong the wrong thing from that movie, and we're probably gonna get like eight sequels, and they're not gonna be that great. But yeah, for once they did the right thing. Like the thing that made it great was it like it's the first true kids movie I've seen uh at at like the theater where I live in like Mm -hmm. in like a while here because. We don't get a lot of like the niche ones, only like the like the wide re- re- release ones. The only other kids movie we've had here at all recently was uh, Puss in, in Boots, like uh, The Last Wish, which I absolutely love, yep. but like it's not the most like kid movie. Yeah, that's what I've heard. I've heard it's amazing. Uh, it, it's so good. I highly, highly recommend it. My jaw dropped sometimes through that film. And, and I, I know... But like the Mario movie, I watched it, and tons of of kids in the theater. It was just it was just parents bringing their children. It was basically uh-huh. it, which is why you know it's, it's done so well because like parents can finally bring their kids to a movie here and have them be entertained. Because <laughs> I mean, it is plot point, plot point, plot point, plot point. There is no pauses. There's no anything. It's it's it is the fastest story in a movie theater that I've seen in like the longest time. What well, and why just it's so entertaining for really young children who don't have, who don't have the a, a, attention span. For other right. films, yeah, that's why it did so well. Yeah, and it's a generational thing, you know. I mean, yeah. comic these comic book movies, while great, not everyone's into them. Mm-mm. Everyone's played Mario Kart at least once in their life, and there were some so sort of Mario game references there for everyone. Yes, it's and like, every yeah, you can have movies like that every now and then, and you know, it'll be fine. But but they're gonna be like, oh, we need to turn this into a big franchise here, and they're gonna lose everyone because. Because mm-hmm. like kids age out of stuff pretty quick, and this is a you age out of it kind of movie or or genre here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, so well, I'll just I'll skip this piece and then we'll we'll come back to it. Uh, Shrek Five has been greenlit apparently. Yeah, and there's talks with the original cast has begun. Hope it's so. good. I ha- I've only seen the first one, so I don't. Or no, I've seen the first two. I haven't seen anything after that. So I, I, have I have not idea. seen them in a in a while. Gotcha. Yeah. I've, oh no, no, no! no I, think same... I have seen Shrek the Third. I take that back. I've seen I'm, the first three. I'm hoping it has the same kind of vibe as the recent Puss in Boots movie did, and like that that term of like that tier of story because Puss in Boots was so good. It was better than any. Yeah. It, it's whole other level somehow. I don't know how it managed to to do that, but it did it well. It DreamWorks, despite my problems with it in the past, and I know they make a lot of sequels. They make a lot of sequels, but they're they're doing things right there. A lot of sequels. recently, like I, th- I think they've been doing a really good job. Um, they've definitely definitely outpaced Pixar, which is a problem. 
for Pixar. But and I'm not saying that the Pixar movies haven't been good. They have been, but I don't know. Something about the DreamWorks movies right now. Um yeah. finally, last piece of news. Uh HBO Max will be turning into Max. Yeah. Which is weird. Uh Max will debut on May twenty third and will have three pricing points, nine ninety nine for ads. $15.99 for ad-free, and then Ultimate ad-free is $19.99. And for those who are wondering, Ultimate ad-free is at no ads, but in 4K. So... I am so disappointed. Like, it's yeah. it's such a tragic fall. It's been happening ever since the Discovery Warner Tower. Brothers uh, Dis- Discovery merge or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, like, this is, like, the... Like, HBO Max, like, I... Like it was praised as, and I agreed with it being like the best streaming service above all 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 others. And now it is not. What Hulu's the best? Hulu's I will die on that hill. I love. Hulu. I don't know. There's not one streaming oh, service, but I have I have I have ad free Hulu though, so yeah. that's maybe why I like it more. Yeah, yeah, you do have have, have ad free. I I'm just torn. I just. Like we have, we 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 were so lucky to grow up in kind of the golden age of streaming, where like the very beginning before yeah, they discovered they could put ads in their shit. Yeah, like when cable was too expensive and it switched to streaming, and like Netflix had everything, and then other ones started springing up slowly. That was, was the golden age. It was beautiful. It you was know, Netflix, Hulu, and God, what was the other one? There was one more, but I don't remember what it was. Yeah, it was, and it, then there was a bunch of the little ones that failed, like Yahoo, but. Yeah, like Netflix and Hulu were like all that was it. Uh, my family had, and that was like everything we needed was 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 on there. And the only reason Hulu was better is because you got things the next day when they premiered on TV. Yes, yes, yes. Yep, that and, was a and, good and, part about that. Yeah, it was glorious. And now it's so expensive to have every streaming service, to have everything you want, and stuff like, gets removed. It's cheaper to have cable, huh? Yeah, it's it is, which is. <laughs> disgusting how do they how do they like like we have left the golden age hopefully oh, yeah. there'll be a a, a, renaissance. a renaissance or whatever here at some point but for right now it's like i'm just glad we had what we had when we had it even though i now feel so spoiled yeah i'm, I'm like i'm not paying that that extra whatever but it's like because we grew up and we didn't have to because everything yeah. was where we wanted it before they realized like hey let's make as much money as possible yeah and who's always had the ad free versus ads version yeah. which i'm surprised yeah. it took, i'm surprised it took other streaming services just long to catch on but hulu is the only one that hasn't gotten super ridiculous with their prices they're still yeah. fairly reasonable like nine ten dollars a month for ads i think hulu's is like eight dollars maybe it's nine dollars a month now for ads and then it's like eleven dollars a month for no ads yeah see that's and, super reasonable and, i think and like i'm still on, on like the ad plan but i have like it's Free for me completely because I got like grandfathered in like the Spotify student deal. So I just have Hulu for free apparently forever because I tried to cancel at one point and I couldn't. It wouldn't let me cancel my free plan because I still have my Spotify account active. So apparently as long as I have Spotify, I just keep having Hulu for free forever now. Yeah. And then they have the Disney bundle, which I still think is pretty – I think it's like 15 bucks for ESPN Plus, Hulu, and Disney Plus. That's like super reasonable. Yeah, it's so it's, it's it's like they're kind of doing things right, and I'm yeah. and I'm I'm glad that because like I'm like Netflix has already launched their like no password sharing stuff, and yeah, it's like Netflix just, is losing itself. It it, it has no yeah, idea its customer base. Its customer like, base is yeah yeah just on on principle here. I'm out completely, and it's yeah, like, so I like, should probably log out of mine. 
But so I'm glad that like the Daredevil Punisher, like all the Marvel shows got moved over to Disney Plus, which is staying pretty reasonable from where I'm standing here. Yeah, same thing. I think they're still only ten dollars a month. Yeah. For just Disney Plus, but I don't remember. Yeah. And like with the Hulu bundle, that's great. And there's no ads. Like the fact that you're having to pay $10 a month on some platforms and still get ads. Mm -hmm. It's like, it just, it just irks me. Like there's, there's nothing that I hate more of like, than like pulling up a movie and seeing like all the little like spaces of like ad, 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 ads. No, come on. Yeah. For me, it's like, especially early on, I liked Hulu more for TV shows and I liked Netflix for movies. Yes. Because of the ads. Yep. But now, well, I don't watch movies that much in general. Like, I watch TV shows, so it doesn't really affect me that much. But, like, what is it? Netflix like $25 a month now? It's, it's, yeah, like, it's it, ridiculous. I genuinely think it was like 20 the last I checked, and they don't have that much good stuff. It was different before no. when they had like everything. Now it's so. Now they, they won't pay for anything. That's good. And if they do. Like it's not. They cancel that good. so many shows. It's like I'm they not gonna can- keep subscribed. They cancel all the good stuff, and yeah. it's only their own stuff. And their own stuff yeah. is extremely hit or miss. Yeah, mostly miss. Dumb. Yeah, or at least oh, what I watched. Because I don't know if you saw like uh, Netflix had uh, Squid Games, which yeah. was like a huge success. They didn't uh, make it though. Um, Completely no, but like right. they, they have, the have it, it on yeah on a, their platform. Well, now Netflix is remaking Squid Games, and it probably just is because they didn't make it themselves. They just like you know have the rights or whatever. But like, yep. it's like why? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's another thing. And then like the, Hulu's original stuff is good, good sometimes. But like their 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 service isn't flooded with it, and they they get a lot of original content from FX because of the the Fox yeah, like, merger. Because you know Disney owns Hulu, right? Yep, yep, yep. So because of the Fox merger, like they get the Disney Plus yeah. bundle and like all that. So because of that and the Fox merger, they get a ton of original content from FX. Yep, and that's just kind of their driver. I and mean, it's on TV, and then it's on the next day. It's on Hulu. Yeah, and it's so good. And I'm glad they still have a lot of the older shows that probably should that have been moved over as well to their own services like peacock and and paramount but they still kind of have a lot of the older stuff which is really the only stuff i care about yeah so i don't know i think hulu's winning the game right now hulu slash disney um because it's still relatively affordable yes this this hbo max stuff is just it's just it's so disappointing 16 dollars, and that was one of the cheaper ones too i think it was like when I think it was fifteen dollars for no ads, like regularly, right? For HBO Max when they first yeah. started, I think it was like fifteen. Yeah, like the a month. prices are about the same, so I can't knock them from for that. But like their content has gotten worse. Like all the big projects yeah. that they canceled, it's like, well, what am I paying for if all the stuff I'm looking forward to you're going to cancel? Yeah, was that, I know that whole Infinity Train debacle. Was yes, I was. Yeah, kind of, that was, was that, that was, was the hot end of it. Yeah. Uh. Yep. It was. It was ridiculous, and and like I actually bought Infinity Train seasons one and two on on DVD just to have, but like I don't think they make seasons three and four on DVD at all. I I, I don't think seasons three and four ever got a physical media release. Mm-hmm. So the only place to watch them without, I think, I'm pretty sure you can buy the seasons on like iTunes or like Amazon for like twenty bucks or whatever. But like the only place you you could have streamed them. 
mm-hmm. or watch them you know without paying you know that cost mm-hmm. is HBO Max now that's gone so yeah, you either yeah. have to buy them on Apple or Amazon. whatever or what Amazon yeah 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 well Prime has been really good actually now that you know on the the yeah. same topic of streaming services. They've made a lot of really quality shows, and I know they've made a couple quality movies. Yeah. Um, like, I've, I don't know if you've watched The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Maisel. No. Fantastic show. Really, just, really good. There's so many now. There's Netflix, there's Hulu, there's Amazon, there's Disney, there's Max, there's Paramount, there's Peacock. Peacock. At least Peacock's um, free. Yeah, but except for it, it's free with ads, and the ads are the most annoying ads that I've had to interface with. Like, Oh, really? Yeah, like oh, we had the ad free plan here, and I was it was great. And I went over to like a friend's house to watch a show on Peacock there, and I was shocked with just the sheer amount of ads we were getting like nonstop. And I was yeah. like, at least we can watch this, but like it just beats me down. Yeah, yeah. Like um, streaming ads will always be more irritating to me than than cable ads were, especially because it always feels like the volume of streaming ads are slightly higher than the actual longer. You're, like you're watching, yeah. Um, yeah. And it's funny. Recently I, I got YouTube premium because oh, yeah. I wanted to, I wanted to, I wanted to catch up on my YouTube videos, but at work, so I could only listen to them. So I was like, let me oh, just upgrade um, real quick. Okay. I'm not, I'm not, I'm, I'm not going to, I'm not going to unbuy it. It's not having ads is wonderful. <laughs> yeah. I didn't realize how much I hated them until I didn't have to deal with them anymore. It's like, man, this is great. It's yep. like I'm paying $16 a month now for YouTube without ads. Ooh, wow. That is steeper it's steep. yeah. than I thought. It's steep. I'm actually going to uh, – I might cancel uh, Crunchyroll. Oh, yeah? Which, by the way, another that, that one's really cheap. It's $8 a month, and there's it's no just, ads. It all adds up so quickly when you actually want to be subscribed to everything, which makes yeah. cable look so much more appealing. But yeah. even if you were well, to replace all your streaming platforms with cable, you can't get the streaming exclusive shows. Well, and, and you it, can't control what's on. Yeah, and it is. It just drives me crazy. It just drives me up the wall completely. This is a this is a whole another podcast that we've somehow <laughs> launched into here. This isn't even what we started talking about. No. But uh, uh, yeah. yeah, and yeah, but relative though the new like the streaming cable services like uh, Sling and YouTube TV, they're all way cheaper than cable. It's just, it's, it's just, it's just, it's way too much. It is, is, it's, it is too much, but like when you, when you evaluate it against cable, like traditional cable, like direct TV and, and Comcast and whatnot, it is cheaper. Like, I think my dad, he switched to that. And then I think it was Verizon fiber internet. He saved like $200, a $200 a month. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. From, I think we had AT&T cable Mm. and TV, like $200 a month. Easy. In savings, I think he's paying a hundred dollars for both, uh, under a hundred dollars for both. So, yeah, the the age of the age of streaming is in a bumpy patch right now. Um, where it's just like, and I and I, re- I remember a couple of years ago, someone was like, "Well, now every, everyone's going to have to have a streaming service." So then we're just going to go back to cable because there'll be so many things, and it'll add up. And he was right. I don't remember yep. who said it, but he was right. You know what? I'll just say it was me and take the credit for it. <laughs> <laughs> but. uh yeah, it's it's crazy. But uh and then blackouts. This is more of a sports thing. Blackouts are super annoying. I don't know what you mean by by that. So okay, let's say for instance, I want to Oh win. no, let's, I'm gonna have to learn about sports now. 
Well, no, this is more of a streaming thing. Let's just say, for instance, I was in, I was, I was at home, okay. right? And the National Predators, who are my hockey team, played yeah. against the home team. Where did yeah. we say we lived? Canada. But where in Canada? I don't know. That's a new question. Okay, let's just say I am a, I live in Dallas, Texas, okay? And I'm okay. watching my okay. games. Sure. I'm watching the Predators, who are my who are my team, on ESPN+. Plus. Yeah. If they come to Dallas to play the Dallas Stars, I can't yeah. watch that game because it's blacked out because it's in my area. So they make me watch TV. Oh, what? That's like a big thing in sports, and it's super annoying. That's why. Uh, having blackouts. Because and because of that, because of the blackout rule, I yeah. have to buy us. I have to pay for Bally Sports. Okay. In the now, I've just given away where I live to watch the Preds games because I can't watch because they're blacked out. Oh God! It's really annoying because that that's and that's twenty two dollars a month. Oh God! To watch the Preds games because I can't watch them on, on the five dollar ESPN Plus. It's also dumb. It's and dude, yeah, they need to get sports needs to figure shit out and get rid of blackouts. They're so stupid. <laughs> and they're so annoying and they're so inconvenient. Cause I could just I could watch I could watch it and that was what was great about living where I used to live. Because I didn't have blackouts on all but I had I didn't have any blackouts except for two three games a year when they went yeah. to that home the the arena to the team oh. that was in that where we where we lived. Also, can you talk about what happened to free trials? I feel like every streaming service used to offer a free trial. Yeah. And now, like, none no. of them do. Nope. Nope, because they realized people would go get the free trial, cancel, and do another one. That's what yeah. I did for, or, with Netflix for so long. Or, 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 or ran on emails. Even just start a free trial, binge everything they wanted to, and then cancel. Yep, that's exactly what I did. Because they yeah. had the 30-day free trial, which is the whole reason I never finished Jessica Jones or... Oh, I only okay. finished Daredevil because I like I had to pick because I only had like two days left of my free trial, so I picked Daredevil. Oh man, nice! And nice, I finished nice. the binge watch. Nice. Also, I think that was because I was also watching them in order, so like I think that oh, was also okay. the next thing up. So all right, all right, okay, sweet, sweet, yeah, yeah. It's uh, yeah, the free trials, the the days of free trials are gone, but there are like some like some decent like. Uh, free ones. You're right. You have to deal with ads, and they are usually a little bit more annoying. But like Tubi, yeah. Crackle, uh, Freeve, which is yeah. a stupid ass name. But like they're there. Like and they make decent content. Like yeah. I've I've seen clips from the shows. They're like they're pretty good. But yeah, yeah, man, that turned into a really long rant about how it turned into a super is. long rant. Yeah, but uh, I don't think I have anything else to say about any of the news other than I'm super psyched for what. Star Wars has in store, and Marvel has in, have in store. Yeah, I'm all tapped out on news now. <laughs> <laughs> Man, we've had two really, really long news podcasts. Yeah, right. we're coming up on the two hour mark here, so mm -hmm. uh, I guess we'll end it. Um, if you guys haven't already, give us a like down below, subscribe wherever you're listening to this, subscribe to my YouTube channel at Wolfgate Entertainment, subscribe to his YouTube channel at Bob Brennan. Follow us on Instagram at Chip Roasting. We don't post anything. No, we just don't. do it and anyway. We never will. Just, just do it. Support us, guys. Um, and yeah, peace. Cool, peace. <laughs>